The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The Relevant Radio Fall Pledge Drive continues. We're asking you to join the family and keep Relevant Radio going. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, November 8th, 2023, Wednesday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year A, Cycle 1, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Our saints today are two separate groups called the Four Crowned Martyrs. One was Castorius, Claudius, Nicostratus, and Symphorian. They were tortured and slain in Pannonia, They were carvers from Sirmium and refused to carve a pagan statue. They were martyred by retired co-emperor Diocletian. A martyr named Simplicius died with them. Now the second group of four holy crowned ones died at Albano, Italy. They were Carpophorius, Secundius, Severian, and Victorinus. A basilica was erected in honor of these martyrs in Rome. Four crowned martyrs or eight crowned martyrs? Pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your sacred heart And we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass with our prayer, works, sufferings, and joys of this day in reparation for our sins and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And we pray for the Holy Father as he fulfills his mission. May he continue to accompany the flock entrusted to him with the help of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, the Gospel of today is a bit strange because it starts off with some harsh phrases, and then it seems like you get totally sidetracked or just lose your train of thought, and then it ends really quickly. So I think in order to understand what you have to tell us in the gospel of today's Mass, we have to take it slowly, bit by bit. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers 
and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Gosh, Lord, I wonder what your apostles would have thought of this one. Hate their father, hate their mother, hate their wife and children, brothers and sisters, hate even their own lives. And otherwise, if they didn't, they couldn't be your disciple. Hate is a harsh word, Jesus. When Matthew tells this, the story that Luke tells in today's gospel, Matthew phrases it in a positive way, something which is a little bit less jarring to us. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Looks like we're not the only ones, Jesus, who are a bit shaken, let's say, by the word hate. Seems like Matthew himself, when he was composing his own gospel, was a little... Uh, Maybe he wasn't bothered by it himself because he remembered you. And, and even as, as difficult as your words were, he just wanted to present it in a slightly more positive light to the people he was writing. But anyway, the message is clear. Put God first. In order to be your disciple, Lord, we must love you more than we love our Father more than we love our mother, more than we love wife, children, brothers, sisters, more than we love our own life. We must love you. Otherwise, we cannot be your disciple. You continue on. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. But now, Lord, this is... At this point in the gospel, it seems like there's a sudden sidetrack, like you, you lose your train of thought. You all of a sudden turn off onto two analogies. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. So here, Lord, we have one analogy. You are talking about someone who wanted to build a tower, did not sit down to calculate the cost to see if he had sufficient means to complete the tower. And because he built without making those calculations, he laid the foundation, and he couldn't finish. And everyone who saw him laughed at him. Clearly, it's the example of a foolish man who started what he couldn't finish. In modern-day idiomatic usage, we have an expression that captures the wisdom of this analogy. Don't bite off more than you can chew. 
And then, you, Lord, you turn to another analogy. Or what king, going to encounter another king in war, will not, will not sit down first and take counsel whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends an embassy and asks terms of peace. So this analogy is a bit different, Lord. A king is marching toward battle. And this time, he is wise. He sits down, considers his 10,000 men, and he asks whether he can defeat the other king with his 20,000 men. He realizes he can't, so he sends a peace delegation, ask for a truce. In modern-day lingo, we have an idiomatic expression for that. Don't start fights if you can't finish them. This king was wise. The architect of the first analogy was foolish. And then, Lord, having finished these two analogies, you bounce right back to the logic of what you were saying earlier about hating father, mother, children, brother, sister's own life, about carrying your own cross. You bounce right back to that and you say, So therefore, whoever of you does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. So therefore, Lord, you are invoking the logic of these two analogies and recommending to us that we renounce all our possessions if we want to be your disciples. Lord, it seems like you are giving us a warning, a heads up. If you want to be my disciple, don't be like the foolish architect. If you want to be my disciple, make sure you love me more than you love your father, your mother, all of your family. Make sure you love me more than you love your own life. If you want to be my disciple, make sure you are willing to carry your cross every day. If you want to be my disciple, be willing to renounce all your possessions. This is a good moment for each of us praying right now to ask ourselves, is God Does God take first place in my heart? Do I love him more than I love my my own mother, my own father, my own children, my own spouse, my brothers, my sisters? Do I love God more than I love my own life? How can I possibly pretend to be his disciple? I don't love him above all those things. Am I willing to shoulder the cross? carry it along day after day? How can I possibly imagine that I'm going to persevere in being Christ's disciple if I'm not willing to carry the cross day after day? Am I willing to detach myself from my possessions, to give them up, to get rid of them, or or just to have less? If I'm not, how can I possibly imagine that I am going to follow through and continue to be 
Christ's disciples. Lord, we ask you that you convert us, that you allow us to love you above all things, above our own families, above our own lives. We ask you to give us the fortitude so that we can carry our cross. We ask you for a spirit of poverty so that we can detach ourselves from our possessions. And with this well-ordered love, with your fortitude, with your spirit of poverty, then we will be able to be your disciples. Mary did not love God more than she loved her own son. But that's because her son is God. Mary is the perfect disciple. With her help, we will achieve the goal of Christian discipleship. With her help, we will reach heaven. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just two minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Glenn here along with Paul this morning, taking just a moment of your time to invite you to join the family. It's the Relevant Radio Fall Pledge Drive. Our need by the end of the week is $3 million. That'll keep us going strong for three more months. On the air on this very station you're listening to now, maybe you're listening to the app or at RelevantRadio.com, streaming the audio. We get to do that worldwide thanks to your great support. Help Relevant Radio stay right here where you need it to get your day started with Daybreak and keep going throughout the day to hear just what you needed to hear just when you needed to hear it. We've got priests and bishops on all day long, every day here at Relevant Radio. Great apologists to help you learn more about your faith. Get those questions answered. Maybe some of those answers you're hearing before you've even formulated that question. Uh, so much knowledge of the faith. It's like a catechism on the air day in and day out. And if you've uh, joined the faith at some point along the way and are thirsty for more knowledge, Relevant Radio can fill that gap. Do your best now. Give 877-291-0123. Give online relevantradio.com or the mobile app. Thanks for being generous. And don't forget, everything matched 100% this hour. Join the family. It's the Relevant Radio Fall Pledge Drive. Paul, along with Glenn, taking a little break from daybreak as we remind you that we need your help. Special programming from the last several months on Relevant Radio includes, well, the current ones, the Novena for Holy Souls, great stories about great saints, and broadcast of the Mass for the Solemnity of Our Lady of Champion, and the prayers for peace, so needed at this time. Those are just a few of those things that absolutely would not happen without your help for Relevant Radio. So give us a call, give us a hand, join the family. 877-291-0123, that's 877-291-0123, or you can pledge online, easy, convenient, and safe at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
on Wednesday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time, November 8th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer, this liturgical day, by joining with the whole church and all the angels and saints as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger... They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Oh. 
Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen ones I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David my servant, I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea, 
and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me. And I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his, his dynasty, dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod, then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun, like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on earth. In this, you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your Son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. When we listen to your word, our minds are filled with light. It is the lowly heart that understands. From the first book of Maccabees. Matthias's son, Judas, who was also called Maccabeus, took his place. All his brothers and all who had joined his father supported him, and they carried on Israel's war joyfully. He spread abroad the glory of his people and put on his breastplate like a giant. He armed himself with weapons of war. He planned battles and protected the camp with his sword. In his actions, he was like a lion, like a young lion roaring for prey. He pursued the wicked, hunting them out, and those who troubled his people he destroyed by fire. The lawbreakers were cowed by fear of him, and all evildoers were dismayed. By his hand, redemption was happily achieved, and he afflicted many kings. He made Jacob glad by his deed, and his memory is blessed forever. He went about the cities of Judah, destroying the impious there. He turned away wrath from Israel and was renowned to the ends of the earth, 
he gathered together those who were perishing. Then Apollonius gathered the Gentiles, together with a large army from Samaria, to fight against Israel. When Judas learned of it, he went out to meet him and defeated and killed him. Many fell wounded and the rest fled. Their possessions were seized and the sword of Apollonius was taken by Judas, who fought with it the rest of his life. But Saron, commander of the Syrian army, heard that Judas had gathered many about him, an assembly of faithful men ready for war. So he said, I will make a name for myself and win glory in the kingdom by defeating Judas and his followers who have despised the king's command. And again, a large company of renegades advanced with him to help him take revenge on the Israelites. When he reached the ascent of Beth Haran, Judas went out to meet him with a few men. And when they saw the army coming against them, they said to Judas, How can we, few as we are, fight such a mighty host as this? Besides, we are weak today from fasting. But Judas said, It is easy for many to be overcome by a few in the sight of heaven. There is no difference between deliverance by many or by few, for victory in war does not depend upon the size of the army, but on strength that comes from heaven. With great presumption and lawlessness, they come against us to destroy us and our wives and children and to despoil us. But we are fighting for our lives and our laws. He himself will crush them before us, so do not be afraid of them. When he finished speaking, he rushed suddenly upon Saron and his army, who were crushed before him. He pursued Saron down the descent of Beth Haran into the plain. About 800 of their men fell, and the rest fled to the country of the Philistines. Then Judas and his brothers began to be feared, and dread fell upon the Gentiles about them. His fame reached the king, and all the Gentiles talked about the battles of Judas. The Word of the Lord They come against us with great insolence and lawlessness, do not fear them. For, For victory in war does not depend on the size of the army, but on the strength that comes from heaven. We are fighting for our lives and our laws. The Lord will crush our enemies before our eyes. For, for victory in war does not depend on the size of the army, but on the strength that comes from heaven. A reading from a catechetical instruction by St. Cyril of Jerusalem. Bishop, the one word, faith, can have two meanings. One kind of faith concerns doctrines. It involves the soul's assent to and acceptance of some particular matter. It also concerns the soul's good, according to the words of the Lord. Whoever hears my voice and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and will not come to be judged. And again, he who believes in the Son is not condemned, but has passed from death to to life. How great is God's love for men! Some good men have been found pleasing to God because of years of work. What they achieved by working for many hours at a task pleasing to God is freely given to you by Jesus in one short hour. For if you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved and taken up to paradise by him, just as he brought the thief there. Do not doubt that this is possible. After all, 
He saved the thief on the holy hill of Golgotha because of one hour's faith. Will he not save you too since you have believed? The other kind of faith is given by Christ by means of a special grace. To one, wise sayings are given through the Spirit. To another, perceptive comments by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing. Now this kind of faith, given by the Spirit as a special favor, is not confined to doctrinal matters, for it produces effects beyond any human capability. If a man who has this faith says to this mountain, Move from here to there, it will move. For when anybody says this in faith, believing it will happen and having no doubt in his heart, he then receives that grace. It is of this kind of faith, moreover, that it is said, If you have faith like a grain of mustard seed. The mustard seed is small in size, but it holds an explosive force. Although it is sown in a small hole, it produces great branches. And when it has grown, birds can nest there. In the same way, faith produces great effects in the soul instantaneously. Enlightened by faith, the soul pictures God and sees Him as clearly as any soul can. It circles the earth. Even before the end of this world, it sees the judgment and the conferring of promised rewards. So may you have the faith which depends on you and is directed to God, that you may receive from Him that faith too, which transcends man's capacity. We know that no one is justified by obedience to the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. And we have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Him. Through the sacrifice of His life, God chose Him as the means of expiation for all who believe. And we have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Him. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, by whose gifts your faithful offer you right and praiseworthy service, grant, we pray, that we may hasten without stumbling to receive the things you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus tells the crowd, if you want to follow me, you have to give up all of this. All of it. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes. On Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world lately. Where do you get your peace? Are you grounded in your faith? Has Relevant Radio helped you to do that through Daybreak and everything else we have throughout the day here on Relevant Radio. What's that worth to you? We're asking you about that right now because it's our Relevant Radio Fall Final of the Year Pledge Drive, asking you to join the family. Help us to wipe out our need this afternoon, we should say, by the end of the week of $3 million, inviting you to make a difference now with each and every gift. You can give online at relevantradio.com. On the mobile app, those electronic ways are quick and easy, safe and efficient, too. The phone works as well, 877-291-0123, whatever is easiest. We're here to serve you, and uh, we all just uh, ask uh, for you to give as God has blessed you. And keep us in prayer. So don't forget to tell friends about Relevant Radio. We're all in this together, your electronic parish, kind of like family here at Relevant Radio. Thanks for supporting the work of Relevant Radio day in and day out. We'd love to get your day off to a great start. 
and we'll continue to do that now. 877-291-0123 or relevantradio.com. And, you know, we'll always have people answering the phones for you at 877-291-0123, but giving online at relevantradio.com or through the Relevant Radio app is safe and easy and fast. And when you donate online today, we have a special thank you gift for you. Our mobile app is the place to go or relevantradio.com. You'll receive a download of our brand new MP3, How to Have a Wonderful Christmas, 10 Ways to Prepare for the Coming of Christ by Father Rocky. It's our gift to you for your online donation. That is in addition to regular giving premiums, but this is only available with online gifts. If you're unable to give online, that's okay. Call us now. 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123, and join the family. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells the crowd that you're going to have to take up your own cross and follow him. It's from the 14th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Now great multitudes accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or, what king, going to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and take counsel whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends an embassy and asks terms of peace. So therefore, Whoever of you does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. When we talk about taking up our own cross, it's largely about bearing with pain, but it's also about practicing voluntary mortification. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. The cross is the essential mark of a Christian because it was the vehicle for the world's redemption. The Lord frequently used the expression, bear the cross, to summarize in this figure the Christian meaning of pain and contradiction. In today's Gospel, Jesus emphasizes this truth. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. 
On another occasion, the Lord said to the crowd, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Under the Roman occupation, crucifixion and its preliminaries were a fairly common occurrence, and the people of Palestine knew exactly what this figure of speech meant. Suffering is a universal reality that has many manifestations. St. Paul compared suffering to the pains of a woman in childbirth. We know that the whole creation has been groaning and travailed together until now. We know from experience that all creatures suffer in one form or another, both rich and poor, young and old, men and women. It is for this reason that St. Peter warns the first Christians, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which comes upon you to prove you as though something strange were happening to you. It almost seems as if pain is an integral part of human nature. Nevertheless, the faith teaches us that suffering first came into the world as a result of sin. In his infinite goodness, God created man to live in his presence free from sin. God intended man to move immediately from a temporal paradise to the ultimate joy of eternal bliss. The sin of Adam wrecked this wonderful scheme of things that had been promised. This sin has been transmitted from one generation to another. It brought pain and death into the world. Yet the Lord became man and experienced both those evils, as well as human limitations such as hunger, thirst, and exhaustion. Jesus accepted suffering to the greatest degree possible in his passion and death. He thereby converted human suffering and pain into an immense good. What is more, we Christians are invited to participate in the passion of Jesus through our experience of suffering and through voluntary mortification. Faith in sharing in the suffering of Christ brings with it the interior certainty that the suffering person completes what is lacking in Christ's affliction, the certainty that in the spiritual dimension of the work of redemption he is serving, like Christ, the salvation of his brothers and sisters. Therefore, he is carrying out an irreplaceable service. In the body of Christ, which is ceaselessly born of the cross of the Redeemer, it is precisely suffering permeated by the spirit of Christ's sacrifice that is the irreplaceable mediator and author of the good things which are indispensable for the world's salvation. It is suffering more than anything else which clears the way for the grace which transforms human souls. Suffering more than anything else makes present in the history of humanity the powers of the redemption. We can collaborate with Christ's salvific mission by accepting the pains, contradictions, and difficulties of ordinary life. The Lord permits suffering in our life for the purpose of our sanctification and that of the entire church. Pain has thus acquired a deeper meaning. We can become active participants in the Lord's work of salvation. By sanctifying our suffering here on earth, we will win for ourselves the glory of heaven. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. 
Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give Give joy joy to to your your servant, servant, Lord. To To you you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Give joy to your servant, Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress I will call you, and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way, so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant, and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor, that my foes may see to their shame, that you console me, and give me your help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give Give joy joy to your servant, servant, Lord. Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear you who are far off what I have done. You who are near acknowledge my might. On Zion sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. 
Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his strength to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us us celebrate with joy in the the presence presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the book of Job. Naked I came forth from my mother's womb. And naked I shall go back again. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We accept good things from God, and should we not accept evil? The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. 
Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to to guide guide our feet into the way way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Christ nourishes and supports the Church for which he gave himself up to death. Let us ask him, Remember your Church, Lord. Remember Remember your your Church, Church, Lord. You are the Good Shepherd who has given life and light today. Make us grateful for these gifts. Remember Remember your your Church, Church, Lord. Look with mercy on the flock you have gathered together in your name. Let no one whom the Father has given you perish. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Lead your church in the way of your commandments. May your Holy Spirit keep her faithful. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Nourish the church at the banquet of your word and bread. Strengthened by this food, may she follow you in joy. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, As daylight fills the sky, fill us with your holy light. May our lives mirror our love for you, whose wisdom has brought us into being, and whose care guides us on our way. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, 
protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Please call with your pledge and join the family. 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.